Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. The R-Rated Podcast. This week's guest is... Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. We have now officially entered the fall season. I know I said spooky season last what, like three episodes ago? And now we're already in November. That's how quick the months have been flying by. So it's cozy season. We're now in November. Um, I can't believe it. Uh, I literally started this podcast December of 2020. So the fact that we're almost going to hit two years is absolutely crazy. Um, thank you, everyone who's you know, been following up on all the episodes, new people who've been joining, um, new guests, like an old guest just coming back on and, and sharing their stories. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been so awesome getting to know everybody and hear the insight of like what it's really like in the in the entertainment industry. Um, being able to branch out to more artists and more creative talent has been so fun just because um, when I first started the podcast, it was a smaller idea. I was thinking like, let's just keep it film industry only. Um, but I'm glad I branched out to entertainment because there's so much to cover and there's so many different type of creatives and so, so much talent that it's like, it's not just all in the film industry. And I'm like, I need to cover more of it. Like, it's just, there's so much to do. But today's topic, um, it's a little bit more serious, a little bit more on the, okay, why is this happening type of topic? Um, more of like, what route are they, t- what route did these people take versus, you know, these groups of people? So you might be thinking like, what is she talking about? Um, I want to talk about what the effects are when a young person or even like a child gets into the entertainment industry. Um, obviously child actors are essential. Like, let's be real. Um, some of the most iconic movies that we love have, you know, young kids in it. Um, or just, just, it wouldn't be the same without kids. Right. Okay. So there's like home alone. Like if he wasn't a young boy, like it would just, if he was a teenager at home, you'd be like, okay, like, cool. He's probably gonna throw a party, you know, be a totally different type of movie. So it's just like, there's movies where the kid role is essential and I understand that, but there's this like underlying, uh, dark path with child actors, child stars. And it sounds dramatic. It sounds like, like, I feel like if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're just like, what is she saying? What is she trying to get at? I think I'm like dragging it on a little too much, but basically what I'm trying to get at is sometimes when you join the industry at a very young age, you can get in, you know, influenced by older people or people who've been in the industry for a long time or people who don't have your best interests, but they see your talent, but they want to take advantage of that. Um, and you're a kid or you're a young teenager, a young adult, you don't know better. You fall for that. And I feel like this is something that I want to talk about because it happens on the daily. It's been happening, you know, ever since the film entertainment industry has been the thing and it's still happening. Um, you know, we still have, we still have kid movies. We still have movies, family movies where they're child actors or teen, teenage actors. Um, we also have, um, experimental films. We have everything. We have all types of, um, genres out there. So where it all kind of just goes wrong is who is 
taking care of these like child actors, these teenage, these young adults in the industry when they're, you know, get this extreme, when they get this extreme amount of fame so quickly and like all this amount of money in like, let's say in a year or two years of their like career, like the start of their career, like what, who's helping them? Like who's guiding them? Like, you know, I feel like a lot of um, the industry talks about like, oh, like this child star um, used to be so popular on this Disney show or like this network or like this, what this, whatever. And now they're like, you know, suffering from addiction and they like bring them, you know, they just like scold them or, you know, maybe they chose to quit acting and it's like, look where, like, look where they're at now. Like it's always so like negative and it's, I just kind of feel like it must've been hard to grow up in the industry. Um, not a lot of people can sit here and be like, I was raised by Hollywood, right? So the more and more I've been living in LA, living in Hollywood, I've kind of gotten more of a glimpse of things. And after working in the industry, you know, you're around child actors, you're around younger um, talent. And a lot of it is, it's, it's who they're, you know, being surrounded by. It can be anywhere from, you know, their agent, the, the parents, the, the cast members, um, the manager, like whoever that is, like, do they really have the best interest in this, you know, young kid or this teen, young adult? Um, or is it more about, you know, getting the money, making it in the showbiz? Like, what are the intentions? And that's the like, unfortunate part. I feel like with this whole, like, um, being a, you know, a newcomer in the industry is like, you are so, you're just so, I don't want to say like, you don't see it coming. You don't know. Like, cause like, you know, that there's like this like stereotype in the industry of like, oh, um, you know, don't get taken advantage of. Or if you're a young girl, like, you know, people will use you. Or if you're a young guy, like what, like whatever the stereotypes are, there's so many, but to actually like see it and like experience it, you're, it's pretty shocking. And unfortunately it's still out there and it's been in the industry for so long. Um, a couple examples who I can like, you know, mention that I know have publicly um, been in and out of the spotlight for doing things for like growing up, honestly, it's literally for growing up. So let's, let's take, um, let's compare certain, young celebs, I guess, that are like close in age to to my age or I grew up watching and kind of like the different paths that they took. Um, let's say Miley Cyrus. Okay. So she has a show on Disney where she literally has a double life of being a regular girl in high school and then being a teenage pop star at night, basically. And it was like so cool to watch. I remember watching, she had like a ton of seasons. I want to say like five seasons at least on Disney channel, which is a ton. And she was running that shit. She really was. And, um, I think she made Disney a lot of money, but essentially when she started to grow up and not fit this like stereotype, like, Oh, like I'm a high school girl. Like I, um, you know, am worried about getting caught about my double identity in high school. Like once she grew out of that stage, it's almost like, the public was mad at her 
more like the parents, honestly, because the parents are like, oh, you're being a bad influence on my daughter now or my or my children. Why are you like, you know, dressing and like, why are you wearing shorter skirts or like, why are you dyeing your hair? Why are you getting piercings? Why are you getting tattoos? Like whatever she did, she was getting criticized. And I started to notice um, it was weird because I didn't see it as I was growing up. I was just like, oh, she's getting a lot of hate. Like that sucks. But now that I'm working in the industry and I'm also like um, growing up and adulting and, you know, trying to find my way in this industry as well. Like I, I see the different stereotypes that come with it. Um, being a young girl, um, you know, a minority that, you know, wasn't born in the U S like I see how people will treat me. And like, I feel like I'm competing maybe not with like your, your daily struggles, but for example, I always struggle at work with like my age. It sounds crazy, but like, since I'm younger, um, and I'm a department head, sometimes I get, I don't get the same respect always that like somebody who might be like more seasoned or has been in the industry for a longer time than I have. Um, yeah, it sucks, but I feel like I have to sometimes work a little harder to prove myself, but I'm not going to let that stop me because I'm like, age is just a number. Um, I got this job for a reason. They trust me to do this and I'll have to just prove myself to you, but I will convince you. So that's kind of where I'm at with, <laughs> with like things that happen to me in the industry. But anyway, back to, back to Miley Cyrus. Um, she was just getting criticized for everything for growing up. And I feel like we are constantly doing that and we're constantly judging, um, when these teenagers or these kids are growing up and they make mistakes in public and online. Like it's going to happen. I think about the days that I was in high school and I'm like, imagine if that was all public, like, Oh my God, it'd be so embarrassed. I like go back on my Facebook sometimes and I see it's like, Oh, like your memories from 10 years ago. And it's like these like ridiculous Facebook status that I made. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like I hope people are looking back at it. Do not go back and look at it. Um, but yeah, basically backtracking again but i'm i'm trying to get at the point that it's fucking crazy growing up in this industry you will get judged even if you're not growing up in the industry you will get judged so we wonder like why are they taking this like bad path like what what is happening like why um why are they you know dropping out of the industry why are they doing drugs why are they um getting tattoos what like what led them down this path i feel like we put so much pressure on all these individuals to be this like perfect imagine like this character that we like imagine them to be like i feel like you you think of all these like cool disney or like kid movies even nickelodeon whatever it is and you like want them to be that so when they're like doing their own thing you're upset like the Olsen twins, you know, you, you saw them in, in full house. You see them as these like cute little young twins and you're like, they're so cute. Like you feel like you know them and people really get attached to the idea of like thinking that they know you. But I think we got a reality, reality check everyone. And, and like, let's talk about how like you don't actually know them. These are people that these are child actors that you're watching on your screen and they're making it seem like you do know them, but you don't. And now you're, um, you know, getting mad that they're growing up, they're dating people maybe that you don't like support or don't like because you didn't imagine to grow up and date these people. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's so many different celebrities that I can list that 
have gone through this like similar battle of being judged by the public, by by people they don't even freaking know, people in the middle of nowhere, people all over the world, honestly, like people in places that they probably never even imagined they would travel to. So it, like, it's crazy to think that, but like, here's some like of the people that I know for a fact that I've seen online get like bullied for growing up, for making bad decisions, but like you also learn from your bad decisions. And I feel like we forget to like, you know, we forget to like think about that because we're like, oh, like they're celebrities. They don't make mistakes like that. But like, yes, they do. They do. Um, Amanda Bynes has been literally shamed for for so long for, you know, doing drugs, for stealing, for um, for getting face tattoos. It does sound like, oh, like, why is she doing that? Like, yes, we're curious to why she's doing that. But I think if we really sit here and peel back all the layers of why that's happening and you see the similar pattern with a lot of these child actors um, is because you're literally being watched publicly all the time. And no matter what you do, if you do good or bad, you're going to get judged and it's going to make you feel like shit. Like there's no winning. Like imagine always waking up and you can like go online to see like, oh, this person's talking shit about me. Oh, this person's judging me. Um, for like doing this, for for that, for getting divorced or like whatever, like Britney Spears literally getting like, you know, publicly shamed because she is getting divorced or, you know, dating someone else, like get marrying someone else, like being on her second. Like it's, it's always like an issue to people. And it's like, I just feel bad because I hope that people can realize like we got to change that because there's going to be so many new child actors, new teenagers that are joining this industry because we need these characters. We need iconic characters like Hannah Montana, um, <clears throat> Alex from Wizards of Beverly Place, um, Sunny with a Chance. Like we need all these iconic characters. Even like Jeanette McCurdy and Miranda Cosgrove, iCarly, Sam and Kat. Like let's not forget Ariana Grande. She was literally, now that I think about it, I think I've been naming a lot of women but this happens to male actors as well. Um, I know this just happened, so it might be really sad to mention. So we recently just found out that Aaron Carter has passed away. Um, it's really sad because this kind of correlates to what I've been talking about. Um, you know, becoming rich and famous at a young age and what effects that can have. Um, there's this like stereotype of, oh, you know... When you're young, you don't know how to like deal with your money and you don't have anyone watching over you. And I feel like we have been seeing a pattern of this in the recent years. Um, a lot of it happens in the rap industry as well. A lot of these new artists are getting money fast and it's ex- it's exciting. Like, how is that not like you're getting money that you could only like dream of and it's coming to you at such a fast pace. And you're like, OK, now I can afford a nice car. Now I can afford a nice place. Um, and you start buying jewelry, you start buying all these things, but you're not investing in it and you're surrounding yourself with people who don't have your best interests. So they're taking you to parties, they're introducing you to alcohol and drugs and whatever. And next thing you know, you can have an addiction. And unfortunately, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of, a lot of people falling down this path, a lot of celebrities. Um, I'm not saying that's exactly what happened to 
Aaron Carter, but it's not too far off of, you know, what could have happened. Um, a lot of, we've lost a lot, a lot, a lot of young rappers recently too. Like we've lost little peep to drugs. We, you know, lost Mac Miller. We lost, um, juice world. Um, there's just so much loss at such a young age that I feel like the industry, the entertainment industry in general needs to take accountability to these young artists and, you know, obviously this whole drug addiction and, you know, partying and, and being a certain way in the industry and having this, like, almost like this character of like, I need to be a playboy. I need to be a, a, a player. I need to be a partier. I need to have this like crazy look. I don't know. This, like all this, like all these people around me, but do they have the, your best interest? Right. And I feel like the industry needs to take accountability that in not only in the film industry, but also in the music industry, these celebrities are getting into really bad habits that, that are killing them. If it's not drugs, then they're associating with <clears throat> maybe guns. We can talk about how two famous um, people have been affected by gun violence in both industries. For example, in the movie industry, um, Samantha Hutchins, uh, who was shot by Alec Baldwin on accident on the film set Rust. And it wasn't supposed to be a loaded gun, but it ended up being loaded and the shots were fired and she died. And that is not supposed to happen on a film set. Like there's people who literally are responsible to make sure that 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 doesn't happen. Like they're supposed to literally check that and not check that once, not check that twice. Like they need to check that five to 10 times. Like it cannot be real. And the fact that that happened is so tragic and unacceptable. And I think gun violence has gone too far. And again, it's like, we're not protecting our, our people, like the people are people who are creating art and entertaining for us. Like they're there for us when we're sad, you know, or when we're happy or when we're celebrating something or when we're mourning something, these creatives are making music for us. They're making movies for us. They're making shows for us. So it's like, their label, their industry, their union needs to take care of their creatives. And just like a personally, I feel like in this situation with the Alec Baldwin one um, situation, I feel like she's not being taken care of the way that she should. As in, as in like her husband is getting a executive producer title. Do I think that's enough to compensate for her death on set? No, not at all. I feel like there's nothing that can compensate that. Yes, maybe it might be nice to have a title and like that's like the least that they can do. But out of respect to her loss, I think it's not a good idea to to, to continue shooting this. And they are. They're going to continue shooting this. And some might, some might say this is totally unacceptable. This should not be a thing. And... Some might say like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, they're getting a a executive producer title. Her family's getting an executive executive producer title on this film. So it's okay. I don't know. I feel like this is a really, really serious and intense, um, you know, topic. So I'm 
I'm curious to see what you guys think, but I just thought like it's too soon to continue production for this, especially when this just happened like over a year ago or less. And um, I don't know. I just feel like out of respect to her, this production should just just be on pause. Let's put it away. Let's let everybody grieve. Let's not try to jump into production so quickly. I think um, there's so many other type of movies to be made. Is this really the right call right now? Sorry, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> um, I also want to talk about uh, another passing from gun violence in the rap industry, in the music industry, which is Takeoff. He was one of um, the Migos. He, it was a band, uh, not a band. I guess it's like a rap group. Um, and it, there was three of them, and they all were all related as well. There were. I think cousins and brothers, there's three of them. So two of them are cousins and one's the uncle, sorry, uncle. And um, a little over three, four days ago, um, he was shot outside of a bowling alley um, due to like some stupid argument and a stray bullet hit him in the neck or the head. They don't know exactly for sure what, where exactly it was, but it was somewhere up here. And he instantly died on the scene. It is so upsetting to hear something like that just because this was another young artist. Um, he was 28 years old. He had so much to like live for and so much to still create, especially with you know music. And to know that he lost his life to gun violence over something he didn't even, you know, like an argument that wasn't even happening between him and someone else it was he just was someone that was there at the wrong time like it was just wrong timing but what is going to happen about that like are they are they still going to try to make music with his name on it and and still make a profit off of that like what is his label going to do i think what the label is going to do next really shows how they how much they care about their artist um take off to be specific but I'm like this is just another example of like okay when you're making these people money this industry money they care for you and your value but when you're not or you're dead or you're messing up you're fucking up you're you're being bad in the media um who's helping you then what are they helping you getting out of that to get out of that or is it just like okay you're cut off now um, you've been embarrassing us. You've been fucking up too much. I just feel like we have to remember that we're taking these young people away from like their normal childhood of being able to go to school or being able to like have normal life experiences as simple as like, you know, walking to school. It may sound silly, but like these are things that you're taking away from them. Like they're instead they're sitting on set for like 12 to 14 hours and they're memorizing lines instead of, you know, math formulas for a test the next day so it's just a different type of upbringing you're exposed to things at a quicker age because you're getting invited to you know red carpet events you're getting invited to after parties and you're maybe like 14 like that's not normal like a 14 year old doesn't usually do that she's supposed to be going to like a mixer or sadie's or something like that so it's just when you take a kid out of a kid-like situation and put it in like a adult situation in an industry 
in a in a work environment that is fast paced that is um that thrives on like sex cells and um you know the new it girl the new it guy and and you know couples in the industry like whatever like there's just so much that you need to do to be like the perfect person in this industry that you just kind of have to step back and realize like okay like I can't get sucked into this I need to like chill out and like realize like this is just the industry but like life isn't all about that it's not it's not like this it's not like this all over the world is what I'm trying to say like I feel like also living in LA you forget that there's more to life than just like this industry like I think a lot of the times when you're working on set you start to like think about um a lot of like different scenarios and like, oh, like you think of your own life as a movie and you think like, oh, like everybody works these long hours. Everybody understands me because I work in this industry. It's like, no, nobody's going to understand what you're really doing on these sets. You're working these long, long hours and, you know, it doesn't matter if it's rain or shine. You are um, overworked sometimes, but you're also creating something that you, you really really want to create and like something that like not a lot of people can say like, Oh, I helped do this. So there's like benefits to both things, but you just have to remember like work is work. And sometimes you have to leave work where it's at and not bring it home with you. And sometimes you also have to leave. You have to just, I mean, sometimes you also have to just join the industry at an age where you feel like, okay, I can handle it. Even though you want to join at a much younger age. Um, I remember everyone, like ever since I was a young girl, like I think 12 years old, I always knew I wanted to do something in Hollywood. I didn't know how I was going to get, I didn't know how I was going to get there, how it was going to happen, what I was going to do exactly. But I just knew that I needed to get from Austria to LA. So, you know, it was always on my mind. And when my parents would like say no, I would get really, really upset because I would think like, why are they not letting me achieve my goals? But obviously, like, I'm just like this young kid who has no idea about anything in the industry, right? I don't, I don't even know what I want to do. I just know that I want to be involved in it. And I just didn't understand why they would say no. I'm not saying like, oh, all child acting is bad, but I'm saying you have to know the consequences um, that come with it. But also, there's a lot of cool things that normal kids and, and child star parents don't like they get experience that normal parents will never get experience, like traveling around the world, like getting glamorous um, invites to parties, you know, getting cool, very nice treatment on set. Like, let's be real. Um, We treat our talent on sets like they're royalty because that's always been the set etiquette in Hollywood. So, you know, that continues to still happen. So when you are a young kid and you're getting treated like royalty and so is your parent, who doesn't love that? How do you not get sucked into that? Like anybody would. And if you're like sitting there like, no, I wouldn't, you're lying to yourself because anybody would, it's, it's a industry that like will swallow you up if you fought for it. Um, but yeah, basically I was always upset about like why I couldn't join the industry at a younger age. And so, you know that, okay. So I got over it and now I'm 16 and I'm like, I want to move to LA and I want to like, start becoming an actress. Cause for a second, I really thought I wanted to be an actress. Look how that turned out. Not, not the path I took at all, but I'm so happy that I like tried. Um, 
so when I was 16, I was starting to get more rebellious and I wanted to go to LA. My mom was like, no way, you're not going to LA. You have to finish high school. Like, what are you talking about? It was like in the era where like running away was cool. <laughs> I know it sounds like super, like, what are you saying? But yeah, there was, I think, I don't know if every high schooler, high schooler goes through this, but there's like definitely a phase where you're like, I want to run away. Um, and then you have that like cool friend that like, is like, yeah, like, I'm going to buy a plane ticket. I'm going to do it. And you're like, for a second, you're like, maybe I could run away too. Then you don't do it. But, um, you know, just speaking from personal experience. Um, but yeah, so basically I definitely thought about moving to LA when I was 16 and I got shut down again. Um, they're like, it's not fucking happening. You're finishing high school, you're tripping. And I had no money uh, saved up. So it was definitely not happening. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, fast forward. Now I'm 18 years old and I'm like, I want to go to LA. Like I still knew that I wanted to go to LA. Um, I didn't know what school I was going to go to though, just because I was really bad at applying to, uh, universities. So I ended up going to a community college in San Diego. But before I made that decision, I really wanted to go to Santa Monica community college because I wanted to pursue my dream of, you know, entering the film industry. Um, it didn't go as planned because I went to go scout the school and it was beautiful. It was like a really cool campus right by the water. Um, but I could not find a place to live. Like I just didn't feel comfortable with any of the locations that I went to go look at. And, um, I could not find a reliable roommate and I didn't feel comfortable at the time to live alone just yet. Even though like I, I did try to like throw it on my mom, like, well, I could just live alone. First of all, she was like, you're not going to be able to afford to live on your own. It's fucking expensive. And second of all, you know, you're a young girl living by yourself in LA. I don't want you to live alone. So the agreement was I needed to find a roommate. Um, but I just couldn't find one in time. And I just didn't know if Santa Monica, Santa Monica Community College was the right move at that time, just because I knew, I knew it was going to take like film classes and stuff, but like, it wasn't like what I wanted. I wanted like to either go to film school or to go to like LMU or USC, but I'm like, did I really have the grades back then? Cause I, I was distracted in high school. I didn't really find like my passion until I went to film school and I'm glad I made that decision. But again, I didn't make it when I was 18 and there was definitely a time where I was like, oh my God, I'm behind. Like now I'm 18 years old and I'm in LA, but I still haven't like found a place to live and I haven't found a school to go to. Like, what am I going to do? And, you know, life ended up steering me to San Diego. So I ended up doing, I ended up living in San Diego for about a year and a half, right under two years. And then I finally was able to transfer to LA from um, San Diego. And I went to film school in Burbank. And now I'm like 19 and a half, almost 20 years old. And I felt like I joined too late. I, I, cause think about it. Like I've already had Hollywood on my mind since I was like 12 years old. So now that I'm like 20 years old and I'm barely like moving here and, you know, I'm getting settled and I'm figuring out like how to work more than just a camera. Cause before moving here, I really didn't know much more than like how to like turn on a camera and like, you know, press record. So I was like really starting from scratch. I was like super excited to start this chapter, 
but I felt like I like had missed my mark. Like I'm not like young enough to, to join. I mean, I'm yeah. Like I'm, I'm old now. Like I'm not like, I didn't make the cut basically. Um, and then I went to film school and I realized like, that's not the case. Um, age is really just a number. Like there's so many different paths that people take. And I think the film industry is a really cool, it's a really cool place to be because it's very diverse and has so many different like age groups and upbringings. Like I, I go on set and I have people that are like, you know, my friends that are like 21. And then I have people that are like 51 that are my friend. And, um, we were all just creating a movie or a show or, you know, a commercial together and it's a good time. But I think knowing when to join the industry is important. Um, everyone has their, their everyone has their timing. You know, I think if I joined when I was like 16 or 12, I don't know if that would have been the path, the right path for me. It could have ended in a really, really different way. But I think joining when I was 20, 21, and now that I'm 26, um, you know, five years in now, I feel very, five, six years, I feel very experienced. And I feel like I've learned so much and I'm still learning. And I love sharing all this knowledge with you guys because I want to keep it real and give you guys insight to like what it's really like working and and just experiencing the industry like with my own eyes. And um, if I could give any advice is if you're thinking about joining the industry and you're, you know, you're a child or you are a young actress or aspiring actor or actress, um, just make sure that you're ready for criticism, um, you know, growing up at a faster pace than usual, you know, maturing at a quicker, quicker pace, um, being away from your family, being away from your friends, working long hours, um, being exposed to things at an earlier age than you would at, you know, just regular growing up. So these are all just things that I feel like need to be talked about and um, discussed because I feel like we always talk about how fun it would be to be like having your, like everybody has thought like, how fun would it be to have your own Disney Channel show or your own like your own show, just anything. It'd be so cool. Or be like in an animated movie, but, um, a lot comes with it. And if you're not really prepared for it, you can take a really bad path and it can lead to so much more that, you know, Hollywood or the entertainment industry doesn't prepare you for. And I think it wouldn't be fair to just glamorize all the good stuff that comes with like this fame and child, like child fame and having your own money and having, you know, your own show, having these experiences, you also have to talk about the consequences that come with it. And sometimes when you're a parent, you don't know these things because you're not exposed to it, right? You're not experiencing it either. You've never experienced it, not until it's happening with your own child. So um, I just want to throw it out there for people who are thinking about doing this or have been doing this um, to always just, you know, stand close by to your, to your kid, to your talent, if you're an agent, um, really have the best interest and think about, am I doing this for my kid? Does my kid really want to do this? You know, or is this my dream that I'm trying to fulfill through them? Because that's another common trait that has been coming out in the industry. Um, Jeanette McCurdy even talks about it, um, who played uh, Sam in uh, iCarly. Um, and um, Sam and Kat with Ariana Grande, she mentioned how, she wrote this book, like a memoir about how she's happy her mom died. That's what the, what's the, that's the title of her book. And it made headlines. People were shocked. They're like, I can't believe she would say that. 
But when you watch interviews with her, I think you get a better understanding of why she says that. And her mom essentially um, died of cancer, but her mom really like lived through uh, Jeanette McCurdy as in, you know, she took her to all these like auditions and wanted her to like be a certain weight, look a certain way, you know, have her hair a certain way, be dressed a certain way. Like all these things have an effect on this person later on, you know, as a kid, you might not know, but then when you grow up, you're like, okay, that kind of fucked me up. And I feel like these are things that we got to talk about is um, don't expose yourself too young you know, if you don't have to, um, enjoy your childhood, enjoy your teenagehood. I feel like, um, is that even a thing? A teenagehood? I don't know. (laughs) I feel like we're so used to just like growing up so quick as we can see everything so fast on the internet. We see it on TV and we're, I'm responsible for that too. Like I do it too, but we also have to take accountability to we're in charge of like what the future generation is going to be exposed to and watch and who's entering in. We got to protect everybody and protect them. So let's take care of our young stars. Um, Let's let them also have a normal life while they're also fulfilling their dream as an actor. Um, I think there needs to be a balance with everything and balance on both sides from the parent sides and the, and the person who's, Um, joining the industry, whether you're a child or a teenager, or even if you're just in your early twenties, you know, depending on where you grew up, you might not be prepared for the things that come your way in the entertainment industry. So yeah, you know, just be careful. Um, The industry is always changing. So hopefully this can be something we can work on. Um, Thank you guys so much for joining me. I am so excited to now have officially entered November. This is crazy. Um, we're almost reaching the end of season two, uh, end of December. Um, I know it sounds like, Oh, it's another like two months. No, I'm going to blink and we're literally going to be there. So brace yourselves, but I'm excited to introduce you guys to more people, more guests. Um, I am on my last two days of fatal attraction and I am officially done with the show. It is crazy. I've been with the show since May And now it's coming to an end. I have no idea what's coming next. So stay put. I'm going to let you guys know. Pray that I get something. um, Or I might have a really long break in between. Which might not be bad because the holidays are coming up. And it would be nice to spend time with the family. But um, it's definitely a little scary. Because it almost feels like I'm freelancing. Because I don't know if uh, my job or my position will be needed. Since I manage the COVID department as As you know, I've been doing it for Fatal Attraction, so I don't know if there's going to be another show that's going to need that or a movie, Um, so that might be the end of this role, but maybe this means that I would pivot into writing and directing quicker than planned, but, you know, we're here for it. We're here for new beginnings. We always got to be ready for new changes. Um, I say that, but I'm panicking inside. (laughs) But anyway, um, you know, I will stay, uh, sorry. You know, I'll keep you posted, so stay tuned, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and see you next week. Bye.